On this episode, we talk to Hamant Pathak from Janoon, New York City. A crazy story from bartending in India, to living on the streets of New York, to running a restaurant group in New York. A true hospitality pro. Cheers. Hi. Cheers, my friend. Thank you so Such much. Such a I'm pleasure. so glad to see you. Dude, it's been years. Yeah, it's been years. Awesome. So, um, we've got a little XO in our glass because I yeah. wanted to cheers you on your success. You've got... I mean, even since I've been gone, which is crazy, the pandemic, we're here at Janoon in New York. Um, tell us, who are you? <laughs> What's Janoon all about? Yeah, sure, man. But uh, cheers to you as well. Cheers. Uh, you know, first and foremost, for welcome on board, being married. So I'm very happy for you. Um, uh, and glad to see you after like two, three years, maybe. Yeah, three yeah. years, yeah. Pre-pandemic, we met pre-pandemic. Yeah. It was crazy. Anyway, uh, we survived, we're here. We're here at Janoon. My name is Hemant Bhatak, and I handle Janoon as a general manager. Been with the company for about 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 a decade, about 10 years. Uh, started, uh, came in this country, uh, beautiful country, United States, only for Janoon as a expert bartender to handle the beverage program for them and the bar program for them. I work my way to, uh, through every position, um, bar manager to beverage director, um, operations managers, but now I handle as a general manager. Junoon uh, been around pretty much same time, 10 plus years. Uh, so it's it feel like yesterday. <laughs> Anyway, uh, general manager is just a title, but as you know, from my heart, I'm a bartender. Yeah. So anything, everything happening in the in the world of beverage, in the world of, of beverages at Junoon, that's me. So starting from creating, coming up with the cocktails to adding new brands, tasting, trailing, going around, mingling with beautiful bartenders across the city and country or world. I, I try to do it as much as I can. Yeah, and so how did you, first off, how did they find you? You say you came to the States for Janoon. Yeah. How did they find you? What were you doing? What, what's, your, what's your bartending story arc? Uh, so I come from an era where uh, bartending was like uh, just a, just like, a very rarest job in my country. Uh, it, when it was not a very uh, well-known designations in the hospitality background. So I did my, I come from a foothill of Himalayas. I, I wanna go back just to, yeah. you know, because if I jump into my story in America, you will lost. Yeah. So <laughs> I have a, my story is like a movie. Yeah. So uh, I, 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 I born and raised in foothill of Himalayas, northeast of the country. If you drive 40 minutes, you're in Nepal. So think about the high altitude China-Nepal borders. So I born and raised in mountains. Um, so Delhi for me back in 2006, 2004, used to be like another world, which is like Delhi is the capital of India. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I f- co-education, come from middle class family, father being teacher, um, grown up with a couple of siblings, both very intelligent um, in their own way, like big in math, science, and whatnot. But 
I, I was like not keen enough about study and whatnot. So somehow I uh, look into some ads and newspapers and whatnot. I came to know about the hotel management. And it, at the very first look, it felt very glamorous to me. I said like, yo, this could be my industry. You know, yeah, so yeah. without thinking, I convinced my parents. Uh, they had no idea about hotels. You know, if you speak to my grandma, even if I speak to my grandma today, God, Grace is still alive, and I tell her like, "Hey, I work in hotels or restaurants." So she understand only two things: either I'm a cook or I'm a dishwasher. Yeah, that's the hotel or restaurant <laughs> for her because you know she she has no f- hotel backgrounds or five star two-star, three-star kind of, you know, restaurant, uh, dining culture as he grown up. But anyway, I convinced my parents and uh, I came to the capital, which is Dehradun, capital of my state, and I joined uh, three years bachelor degree in hospitality management. Somehow, uh, that was the very first time. I started 2005 for my uh, degree program. And that was the very first time when I got English textbook throughout the course. Otherwise, I studied uh, Hindi medium, mm-hmm. right? So uh, English was, like, I, I learned my alphabets in 60th standard, so you can understand, like, 6th until 12th grade, how much I could learn, right? Yeah. I had no understanding, uh, you know, or no speaking uh, capacity in any way, uh, and, and suddenly you get uh, English textbook. Uh, it was so difficult to cope up with, and somehow, you know, my father taught me only one thing when I was leaving my home, Son, you're going away. I want to give you, I want to tell you only two lines. Probably you will survive with these two lines throughout your life. He said, if you get a chance to broom the floor, do in such a way that people say somebody cleaned the floor today. And I, whatever I do, whatever I can think of in today's world, I still remember those two lines. So there was no going back, you know, no matter what. So I somehow I made it and I finished my three years in as a degree program for hotel management and tourism from my capital. And 2008, very first time I came to Delhi, New Delhi, literally the another world. I have so many stories to tell, but it's going to take the entire day. Uh, long story short, I got a chance to work with Taj Group of Hotels, which is probably one of the biggest or luxurious hotel chain across the globe. They have thousands, thousands of restaurants in India. They, uh, the hotels in India, luxury hotels, they have uh, um, more than a dozen luxury hotels across the globe, so many uh, different segments of what they work in. Anyway, I got a chance to work with Taj and I started from an uh, Indian restaurant as a, as a waiter, as a, as a server. And, uh, you know, but there was, th- there was a, a, a dead bar inside the restaurant. Dead bar, I mean non-operational bar. There was bar counter, but they were picking everything from the back bar. Um, okay. So, yeah. so I convinced my manager. I said, like, listen, if we can make it a live bar, probably that's going to save us some labor uh, that and some time to create basic uh, drinks, like non-alcoholic drinks or some basic alcoholic drinks. Even we can pour our whiskeys or other spirits and grab our wines and beers. So somehow he got convinced. He said, like, you know what? Do it. So we, you're going to be our bar guy, do it. So that was the start of my bartending journey. And uh, during my college days, I figured it out, like, you know, I was not sharp or studious enough to understand the, the world of culinary. But 
I figured out Hennessy going to be same in respect to what Coutinho go. Yeah. Right? So I said like, you know what? Let's focus on Hennessy, or let's focus on Babre's side of it. Yeah. For example, so uh, and uh, somehow I I did okay at the at the very first place, and I got a chance to. Um, and they transferred me uh, to a, a newly open bar at the same hotel called Blue Bar, chain from London, and uh, Taj had uh, a, a, a way to bring some international bartender, and uh, I got a chance to work with Nick Hawkins, bartender from Manchester, UK, 18 years of experience, and that was the point I got a chance to learn the basics of bartending. And suddenly, uh, you know, within six months, I started going in a competitions, so first competition was Bacardi Legacy. Absolute was the first one, then the Finlandia, then the Bacardi Legacy. I couldn't win very first year, 2010. Uh, uh, then 2000, I was a runner-up, like top 10 in India. Then 2011, Bacardi, uh, this DIG World Class came to India. Uh, that was their third uh, DIG World Class, and India was very first time participating in that. So I entered there, I compete among 396 bartenders within the country. And uh, I won the uh, the national, and suddenly I became the sensation <laughs> in the world of bartending in India. And uh, because in a couple of months I was ready to represent India among 34 countries, so that was the turning point. Um, then I in, in a global finale, I think I did fairly well. I finished one challenge out of five. Uh, number one, that was classic vintage and twist cocktail challenge. Uh, and that was judged by Yonosan, the great guru of bartending, honor of High Five Bar from, mm -hmm. from Tokyo, Japan. And uh, next day, like literally that was life-changing in many ways because next day I got interviewed by five different countries. I was like headlines of Times of India, New York Times, oh sorry, the uh, Times of India, Hindustan Times, and so many magazines. Um, I was in GQ, I see myself in GQ National International Class Magazine, L Magazine and I did a small TV show for NDTV back home. So th that way, like, I I see myself, like, having my profile over internet. Yeah, then it's, a, it's a new career now. New career now, yeah. yes. So that's where, like, suddenly India also see, like, oh, bartending as, like, you know, uh, a full-fledged job, kind of. Otherwise, in, in hotels that time, bartending used to be a, a section of the, the F&B, right? You can, you can, you can go... You can work in restaurant or hotels, but bar is like one segment of it. Mm -hmm. It was not like full flesh, uh, focused job altogether. Then uh, uh, 2012, again, I got a chance to represent India in Puerto Rico as a guest partner for Bacardi Legacy, because I think I did fairly well in India as a, as a national finale. That was my entry in this country. So I finished Bacardi Legacy 2012 in, uh, in, in Puerto Rico. And I plan to come. I had little money in my pocket, so so I thought, you know what? Everybody talk about New York. Let's go to New York. Yeah. I came here. I struggled for six months. It was terrible, despite being number one in India, working with some of like one of the best company, Taj. I struggled because I resigned. I came here. I struggled like crazy. I was literally homeless. That's another story of mine. But anyway, I had believe in myself. I said, uh, you know what? The moment I will get shakers or 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 mixing glass, I'll make money. Mm -hmm. So I was very positive and, and, and having that to being very optimistic. And and somehow, long story short, I met the owner of Junoon, Mr. Rajesh Bharadwaj. And he sat with me, he just 
you know nobody interviewed me in the whole com- whole company somehow i i met him and he said like uh, he just asked me a few questions and generic questions um and he said like uh, would you like to join junoon because that time they were planning to open junoon in dubai 2012 and uh, 2012 end of 2012 so i said like you know what i am happy to go around with the company but i want to start from united states and i think he understood what i want and he just uh, asked me done so i with junoon i became the first indian to to get uh, extraordinary visa in mixology for united state and i came to united state january 2013 and started working for junoon and wow. here i am that's crazy <laughs> You you have a strong belief in your story. <laughs> Sorry man, yeah. I know it's, it's, no, it's, it's, just, it's a long story but this is what it is. <laughs> but, but getting over and you know you said you were homeless at a point yep. and all of this but you had that belief and it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And uh to universal skill bartending and you you certainly took it to the ends of the earth. You you <laughs> couldn't have been farther away geographically from yourself. Yeah, I uh I think there is a very powerful story a true story over internet uh, f- which done by Diageo back in 2016 being a hall of fame member for Diageo world class it's called uh, Everest to Empire State Everest you know where i grown mm-hmm. up and Empire State where i am right now so you know whenever i walk outside my home i see the sky of new york and and, and you know that karma and that belief keeps yeah. me keeps me going yeah It's crazy because your your family may not have understood it. No. But they had belief in you. Yep. And I think so many so many bartenders from North America if I can speak sort of from my own experience it's my it was like bartending was a good thing to do when you had when you're working your way through school. Yeah. But as soon as you got out of school, everybody expected you to use a degree, go yep. do could do something else Absolutely. like this, this bartending thing no 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 why aren't you yeah and so many of us take from north american backgrounds take so much flack that or at least i did personally for being in it and then it was only when the success started coming you know you start getting flown around the yep. world you start going to different places all for bartending that it it flicks a switch where they go oh okay i get it yeah but you're It's funny you say your grandmother it's like you're either the dishwasher or the cook. I've been and that's it. And she's she must me, see you in suits now going yeah. what? Yeah, it seems like seems like uh, 93 attitude and even if I tell her like I work in hotels she would understand only two things. Yeah. Either I cook or I dishwash. She Have you made cocktails me. for her? She doesn't drink soup. <laughs> that's hard. But yeah, but I cannot teach her like what I do and yeah. you know even I would try to explain she won't understand. So yeah. I just keep it that way. That's that's still yeah. amazing. So Um you're also doing you're expanding Junoon. Yes. Um Junoon uh, itself uh in a very powerful brand uh, expanded long back we did so many ventures. We had Junoon in Dubai one point. Uh pre pandemic knowing near long near we closed that. We might go back, God knows. Uh I opened uh, a sister property of Junoon called Jimkhana. We opened the first Jimkhana in Orlando. back in 2014 mm-hmm. uh, called uh, American Jimkhana and that was amazing experience for me to uh, create a team of 25 members bar and floor and and do a program in in a place like Orlando 
was really fun, different than New York, but a lot of learning for me. And then we opened that Gymkhana in Doha, Qatar, uh, other side of the world. And uh, again, uh, right now we do not have, we have only Junoon, New York, but now I'm excited to say that in a couple of months we are opening another uh, project, another um, concept under Junoon umbrella is called Jazba. And that gonna be um, uh, best of the heart of India, I would say, uh, okay. in terms of the, the cocktails and, and in terms of the food and culinary in, in like overall hospitality is going to be pretty amazing. We have fantastic things to show to the world, like what does the real Indian food means? So what, okay, let's go there. What, what do you think the difference is in, let's say a North American or an English? Cause I know England loves their, their, their Indian food as well. Like what is our interpretation of what Indian food is and how is it different from what um, you want to put forward as, as Indian food. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, at my first experience, Indian food outside India, especially that was New York or, or America in general, same oily, greasy uh, curries or, or some generic things like samosas or mm-hmm. fritters and whatnot. S- again, like nothing elevated and whatnot. But Junoon was the first restaurant which thought you know beyond this and thought of like how to elevate the whole dining experience uh, you know bringing first of its kind of tasting menu in Indian restaurant back in like 2012-2013 and uh, selling for example uh, chicken tikka masala for $30 where you could fill the entire family uh, within like $30 in Indian restaurant like making a meal for $15 and get everything in that. Mm-hmm. So, so like my way to say that, uh, you know, it took us so many years to change the face of Indian food, uh, elevate in such a way where we can say like, you know, uh, it, this is not a plate of food. This is the plate of experience. You know, keeping in mind the all segments of hospitality, creating a program, um, uh, wine program where we have had 500 level of wines started by the uh, the master shop Scott Carney, getting two and a half star from New York Times, uh, retaining uh, two glasses in Wine Spectator for for all these years, um, getting one Michelin star, retaining it for eight consecutive years, um, and coming up with a program, a, a, a cocktail program where we can say. Uh, this is a glass of experience because whatever we do, we try to bring lo- all the flavors from Southeast Asia, pretty much Indian tea and spices. So in general, it's like a, a very unique hospitality altogether mm-hmm. and very unique taste profile. But now, um, you know, I go around and I see in even in 2023, we're going back um, and and bringing whatever we want and say it like oh god this is uh this is the real indian cuisine or the real indian flavors um but for us we're doing this for 10 plus years and we kind of build a fine dining uh in united state but now we want to bring um uh, things from the streets of india if we see something is popular in a village of punjab we want to showcase that and yeah. tell to the world like okay this is the proper 
Chad, for example, from that particular region. This yeah. is what they're known for, you know. So I don't want to talk much about the, the entire concept, yeah. but but this is really focused in many ways. Yeah, know? yeah, very cool. How do you design cocktails to fit that? Like, what's your? How did you start that process? Because you kind of got control of a bar, and then learned more cocktails. True. And yeah. so, where's where's your approach go for designing cocktails? Are you designing specifically for a palette in mind, or are you designing it as, as pairings? Where are you going about with that? So, uh, Janoon uh, being a perfect home ground for me, I, I, I think I have I have had a free, freedom, uh, creative freedom for all these years. So I, I I find myself super lucky in in that way. So when I arrived here in United States, I see a bar inspired from from Mexico, from Peru, from you know American bars or or bars from Italian backgrounds or bars from from Europe for for in generic but I don't see anything like Indian Indian mm-hmm. a land a land which is full of flavors full of spices full of exotic fruits as like there is an opportunity and I I have meaning I already have Junoon as a as a strong background like if I cannot do it here at Junoon I can do it rest of my life mm-hmm. so and uh, and everybody supported me and i thought you know what what we will do we will keep it some sort of southeast asian flavors and call it spice inspired mixology in general so now what what i do and what i'm doing for last few years of course every season we change our program we change our cocktails and that point i keep in mind what's happening in our kitchen what our chefs are focusing on like we are in spring of 2023 right now you know things like um fiddlehead ferns and things like uh, white asparagus uh, different f- kind of of you know uh, the fruits or or vegetables are available only for a short period of time so i get this inspiration from my kitchen team and i say like you know what how we can complement that mm-hmm. that's that's great yeah so what um i guess what what advice do you have for a young bartender coming up sort of anywhere how do you how do you have this sort of dream build that, that you've had? I mean, you've traveled the world with bartending. You've gone, it's made your career in a, in a belief. Yeah. And uh, when your family didn't know what you were going off to, like what's your, how did you do it as far as that goes? Like what's your advice for somebody else to do it? No one can follow your exact path. That would be very Meaning difficult. There could be... Yeah you know bigger story than mine and b- bigger challenges somebody is facing than what i experienced but 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 i would say only one thing you know do what you love and love what you do mm-hmm. right so um it's great to take advice from from everybody in the world but see your strength you know you would know being you like how far you could go mm-hmm. how, f- how like what you can do in your life what is your strength? Do you really want to do it? If you have a doubt, don't do it. You have to have a belief in yourself and in your skills. Like, I'll, you know, make a difference. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Yeah. And to add that to your father, if you're going to yes. sweep the floor, make sure somebody knows somebody it's swept. Yep. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, cheers to that. Thanks, man. Okay. I, I remember, meaning, <laughs> you know, being in New York and, working closely with you and, and other team members, our good friend Thomas, and you giving me an opportunity to work with uh, 
uh, at some of the biggest stages like BCB and Tails and whatnot. You know, I think I think people also play a very important role in your in your overall journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have um, you know inspired people who really push you, like okay, gives you different challenges. Like every BCB, yeah. you used to ask me like, what you can do. Yeah. Right. So I still remember like at least uh, two to three BCBs where you said like, hey, man, you are one of them. Like how you can elevate that. So all those, uh, you know, activities, I took it as a challenge mm-hmm. and I challenged myself more than anything else. It's yeah. like, OK, what can I bring next? For everybody that's that's not aware of this, Hemant uh, worked for uh, Hennessy at multiple BCBs in Brooklyn to um, we had a number of bartenders from all across the country show off different cocktails, do different things. And I would, I would echo your point of like sometimes there's people and you're going to get asked to do more things. If I can add to your advice to people, you're going to get asked to do more things if every opportunity you get, you knock out of the park. Yep. So every time I asked you to do something or, or uh, Tomas asked you, it was extra in the best way you took hey make a cocktail that represents you that represents Janoon go yeah and you would come up with the craziest serves the most interesting <laughs> things and that and that made everybody go okay wow like I want to I want to be involved in this what is this how do I get this yeah and you do something like that and you're going to be asked back you're going to be asked to do yep. it whatever whatever that job is True. you know if we can compare it to the floor sweeping Make sure somebody knows you make cocktails. Yeah. yeah. Dude, listen. So it's a very rare that you get all these opportunities. Mm-hmm. If you get it, that's like once in a year kind of event, right? Mm-hmm. If you get it, then that's the time yeah. you want to bring the best out of your, your, you know, your bartending bag. So that's yeah. what it is. It, it was great. And uh, so talk to me then about New York. You know, you're, you're a New Yorker now. I say you've been here 10 years. That's, yep. if you've, I, th- I think a friend told me if you can complain to a taxi driver that he's driven you through Times Square uh, in traffic and a few other things, then you're probably a New yeah, Yorker. That's true. So uh, what, where do you go when you've got a night off, when you want to take uh, your wife out, when you want to hit the town, or when you want to go for a cocktail? Like, yeah. Where are you going in New York? So, uh, you know, this is a land-up opportunity where you have millions of places to go, you know, and every corner has something extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Either they known for it or they do not, but this city teaches you a lot. Mm-hmm. So you have to bring the best out of your program in order to sustain and survive. So uh, on my regular off day or if I have, if I plan to um, go out with family, with my wife, uh, if I'm going for cocktails, I, I try to hit some of the really non or unknown who are doing amazing, uh, which I read uh, through different magazines or different podcasts, uh, podcasts. And if I if I if I know s- any of my friend is telling me, oh, this is the new bar coming in, you should go there. Like recently, I was at at Palum, uh, which is newly open bar on 26th Street. They have a wonderful gin collection, and and the basement they have a speakeasy bar, phenomenal. Meaning, you know, I just l- I was mesmerizing, looking into the the bar design all across not mm-hmm. only like structural part but like how they design the stations because that is the home for for us as yeah. a bartender right if you have a wonderful uh, well designed station for yourself you can maximize the the revenue and and you can 
you know do greater things you know yeah so i, I that's my observations like okay where what you know all these visiting different places is as a learning mm-hmm. apart from enjoying some of the phenomenal creations by by the by the by the, by the bartenders so uh, some of the places i go uh, palum is my recent one and then you know some widely popular like you know what that rabbit and and uh, and uh, sometime if i'm in a late night with some global friends around then hit the uh, hit the employees only for a nightcap <laughs> for the chicken <laughs> you know, soup for the chain soup yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the uh, uh Uh, my friend Jeremy started a nice bar in in on 23rd Street here called Time. That was pretty nice in terms of uh, learning, like what could be extra. Time in, the, in the herb or, or time time the clock or Th- time no the time the herbs herb. yeah, yeah. times the herbs and uh, some rooftop around some some of my friends yeah. own bar now who I know for last 10 years so yeah many places to go meaning it's it's very difficult to remember and name them right away. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, favorite cocktail you've ever created? Uh, favorite cocktails, I love Negroni, but my favorite cocktail is Blazing Saddles. That was the winning cocktail for me for DIG World Class. Um, somebody just put Marguerite on fire, you can think that way. I put Don Julio Reposado with, uh, with I tempered them with some spices and using the uh, Jerry Thomas blaze technique. and just retain the oil and flavors out of spices mm-hmm. uh then made a margarita out of that that uh, tequila so so it was still cold but still it was cold. the the yeah. the ritual warmed it up and then you cooled yep. it back down okay yep. i used the instant technique like yeah, you yeah. Know, just warming up the spices retain the oil infused then and so that's the that's the category you won then uh that's a category i i won Yeah. Uh, you know it was a twist in a, in a classic cocktail of course in margarita but um, you know if i want to drink something that has to be something bitter sweet i love nicknonies yeah or anything yeah of that sort yeah 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 i'd say i have a bitter and tart palate yep. i want to go in that direction yep all right so um we've talked about your bar we've talked about your your kind of life story um how did you how did you end up meeting the the owner of Janoon you said you just met him how's that yeah. work out so it's a, it's a it's a very struggling story uh, you know uh, when i came to united states i came on a on a leisure and business visa which is called beyond b2 so i was here only for six months and that time i was trying like what could be my options that mm-hmm. is before i got my legal mm-hmm. extraordinary visa in, for united states So what happened? Uh, first five months, I, I was literally failure to, to to find a, a suitable place for me. And last one month, and I never wanted to spoil my visa, and I wanted to go back. So last one month, I end up uh, staying, uh, uh, you know, at 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 a family's house in Jackson Heights, Queens, where uh, they just gave me a bed, like it was sharing a bedroom thing. And I had uh, uh, another journeyman um, used to stay. He has another bed in the same room. So, uh, so what happened? <laughs> uh, I used to at that at the very last month. I was somehow I was I was working and going early in the morning, coming late in the night, having a three piece on all the time because that was my like Tajness, like you know, coming from Taj, and that 
background of sort. But I was working in a small restaurant all the way to the Brooklyn, like from Jackson Heights, Queens, to the, the last stop of Brooklyn. Uh, it used to take me like two and a half to three hours to for the travel time. So I was doing that like seven days a week. I was literally struggling period of my life. And, uh, and one week, second week, end of second week that journeyman just uh, it happened to be like his off day and I happened to be at home and he said like dude who are you what you do <laughs> we never spoke uh, because when I come I won't find him when I go I see him sleeping so it was never been an interaction as such so one day it happened and he said like who are you what you do I see a book which has uh, on a cover page is your photograph. I see, I, I somehow I flipped your file which has like all the accolades, uh, achievements and whatnot, all the certifications. And that like f five and a half months, somebody just tapped on my shoulder and said like, how are you and who are you? I literally had sweet tears in my eyes. Mm -hmm. I still remember that moment. Like somebody, I, I found someone who just asked me like, hey, who are you? Yeah. And where are you going? What are you doing here? Kind of like, you know? Yeah. And I told him the whole story, like my struggle and, you know, all that. And he said, like, you know what? Give me a second. He raised, he took his mobile and called the owner of Junoon, Rajesh Bharadwaj. Wow. And later on, I came to know he happened to be an uh, employee of Rajesh Bharadwaj, the owner of Junoon, at other uh, project of, of Mr. Bharadwaj. Wow. So it's like, boss, I have one person for you. I think he's legit and he, I think he, he makes a perfect sense for your organization called Chinon. And Rajesh said like, you know what? Bring him tomorrow, one o'clock at Chinon. That's amazing. So this is how I met. So it's like, you know, stories happen. You could have met him. Right? <laughs> yeah. so it's a very filmy Weeks story, and you know? months before, yep. but you didn't have the conversation. That's incredible. Destiny. Karmas. It's funny how, yep. you know, you can look back on... A life, especially in bartending, when like I you had, run into so many people at the bar every night, yeah. serving you, you serve different people every night, and you know if you don't put up your hand to take that last table, or you don't, you know your your co bartender gets that guest instead yeah. of you or something. How could that change your trajectory? How could that have changed? Like, where did you say yes to a job? Where did you say no? You know, I can I can date my story back to. Yeah. Me looking at a cocktail that they asked me to serve and going, no, that's not us. We need to do this. And that was the first domino. And I can go back before that and we can find more dominoes right. that led to that moment. But there's, there's distinct moments that you can go like, okay, you went to Bacardi Legacy, yeah. Puerto Rico. Then you went, I'm already on this side of the world. Let's go to New Let's York. Let's go to New York, yeah. And then, oh man. Yeah. That so is special. Things happen one after another and... And I, I never, uh, I don't have any regret in my life. I, I, I even six months of my life, I met many people. Some of them probably, you know, uh, thought of taking advantage out of my 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 skills and whatnot. But I, I, I always say like, you know what? I don't have I don't have any regrets. Mm -hmm. I say like, you guys gave me an opportunity to come to this beautiful country, and you gave me a hand some point, you know. And yeah. So I'm grateful. That's all. Yeah. And I just. I just take that uh, six month of my life here as a as an inspiration for myself, and now I feel like that you know what everything peanuts, anything come in in front of my daily routine or job or in my life as a whole, I say like nothing, because I gone through worse. Yeah. So, so that six month make me even stronger in as as a, as an individual. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
Because it takes a pretty bad day to get you down yep. versus, yeah. I said I, I was homeless, meaning that's another story of mine, but that's that's pretty much. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, we've had a number of interactions <laughs> over the year, but never never got to sit down, yeah. you know, totally face-to-face and, and talk through the stories. That's incredible. Um, do you have a cocktail you want to make? Uh, yeah, absolutely. From we'll the genius? Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do that. Yeah, Done. let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just made one for me. I get it. You're working, but I uh, have I have a whole night to run. So that's really interesting. Um, so he did a you you put the lemon in for the stir on a sazerac, and then when you were done pouring in in the glass, you twist with an orange. Yep. Explain. So, <laughs> so uh, for me. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a bittersweet guy. Like I'm a Negroni guy, and I love my sazerac or old fest. That's that style of cocktail. Uh, the only way to balance the sugar um, is either high alcohol content or some sort of citrus. Mm-hmm. And things like a classic sazerac, we cannot use juice, but the citrus essence makes it complex and balanced. So, so just to twist and and stir with the lemon peel gives me one set of citrus, 
then finished with the orange essence, just make it more complex. And I think for me, both of them complement Hennessy VSOP in many ways. And that subtle, sweet, flourish, short bitters is the key. So Brilliant. Well, uh, thank you very much. It Thanks was. for sitting with me. Uh, tell everyone how they can find you. Social uh, media, you know, Janoon, yeah. New York. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, hemantpatek.com is my website. Uh, very simple. And uh, across the board, every social media, my handler is uh, hemantnyc. Hemantnyc. Uh, which is pretty much like Janoon NYC. Yeah. So, we try to keep it simple. Yeah. Yep. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much. Congratulations on all the success. And I look forward to the next opening and and the future success. Thanks, man. It was indeed a pleasure talking to you and meeting you after so long. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers.